Fill up possibilities of this draft is endless. Come on, Appreciate you, Italian. Let's go. Yeah. All right. I'm still setting up. Almost finished. Tell your mama, tell your cousin. Jump on in. Let's go. when I see that fire in the chat box. I really do, man. I really do. Uh, Cowboy Nation, as we continue to grind and shine, my name is Law Nation. Let's get this thing going. Best way possible, baby. Watch this. Hey. Turn me up. Hey. All right. There's no time to go to sleep, Italian. No, 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 no. <laughs> Alina, appreciate you for jumping in as well. Cowboy Nation, um, the draft is right around the corner, by the way. And Liberation for the Nation is right around the corner as well. June the 2nd, I can't wait to be free on all platforms. But you guys know I always try to figure out ways, right? We always got to figure out ways. There's a, uh, a weakness to all opposition. There's a weakness to all the opponents. There's a weakness to this thing, but you got to understand your strengths before you can go out there and focus on the weakness of the opposition. You got to know what combination works for you. You got to know what pathway that you can figure out will be the best way to get back home. And some people call it the bread and butter play. One play, bread and butter. <laughs> and what you're banking on is that your efficiency level is so 
so, so intact that the opposition, as much as they know that what you're about to do, they can't stop it. And that's what I'm saying. You can apply that to life, to your work, to your families, to the sport, and to everything that you do. You got to figure out ways to make sure that you become the best of yourself and also put yourself in a position to win. You know, that, that we are all born winners, believe it or not. At the end of the day, we are all born winners. We got here by a stroke of sure will of the man upstairs, right? And I'm not going to say luck, but we had to fight and claw, and we had to push our way through this thing, and that's life, right? So what I'm saying is that in this draft, we got a plethora of picks that we are able to do. And listening in to Stephen Jones. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me give you all his full government name, by the way. John Stephen Jones. He was saying basically that, hey, we went to 10 pick. We, hey, we, this is where we at. I received a few phone calls, but they are picking up now. So now going back to my original statement, you got to figure out what's best for you. Is it better when you study and you formulate your particular draft board? Is it better for you to stay put or is it better for you to have a multiple draft picks? Now, listening in to his interview, shout out to 105.3, the fan, by the way, great interview. Listening in to his interview, and I did some segments of it of breaking it down and chopping it down earlier today. Uh, y'all, You guys can check it out on my uh, Law Nation page and my, also my 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 uh, Facebook groove. I don't think I uploaded to Instagram, but it's, it'll be there as well. Appreciate you, Italian. So he already gave out his blueprint. He said, it's, it's a wonderful feeling knowing that you have 10 picks, you know, that can make this team. And on top of that, not just there, but having the other picks, because it's going to equate to about 20 to 25 total picks because you have your undrafted, and then that's when we start combing through. And truth be told, I know a lot of people like the first-round pick, the second-round pick, and the third-round pick, but believe it or not, I love the underdogs. I love finding the fifth-round guy. I love finding the sixth-round guy. I love finding the undrafted guy, somebody that's hungry, somebody got a Ph.D. What do that mean, Law Nation? Poor, hungry, and determined. I would rather have somebody with that type of mindset on this team, mentality. Ooh, 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 ooh. It will be nice to find one of those dogs that's willing to bite. Now, of course, of course, when we are in the Cadillac seat, let me pull my dog. <laughs> Shout out to you, truth only. <laughs> it don't say false only. It says truth only. $24.99. Thank you so much for your love and adulations and your donation to help elevate the nation to get me going in the right situation. Hey, everybody know, man, no deviations. I don't play PlayStations too, but I do play PlayStations, baby. But I really appreciate you for the $24.99 HBO special. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, bruh. That goes a long way. That goes a long way to get me crunk, baby. Appreciate you, Cedric. That goes a long way, too. Cedric Bats, appreciate you. Sharing is caring. Letting people know. Waking up Ashaniqua and Shay Shay and all of them saying, hey, wake up. Law is on right now. 
but it's two o'clock where I'm at. Don't worry about it. Law is on right now. Outlaws. <laughs> oh my goodness. Appreciate you, Italian. Uh and also Toby, appreciate you, man. Uh let's listen. I know we all pressed for time. I'm not gonna keep y'all up all night. I might just do that, but <laughs> you guys get what I'm saying. All right, so I'm pressed for time. As we all know, time is my enemy. Enemies. I got enemies. <laughs> all right, let's see if y'all can. Let me know if you guys can hear that. Can you hear that? Y'all can't hear that, right? Because I didn't hear play yet. But I want, I want to get somebody crunk right now. Let me get somebody crunk right now. I know you can hear this, though. Five. Four, three, two. Oh, hey, y'all gonna be ready to hear that? Let, let me bump that. Look, let me bump that one more time. Let me bump that beat one more time. If y'all think that beat is dope, let me know. Let me know in the chat. Just say, man, that that chime for your mind is dope. Let me hear that. <laughs> let me do the Junebug challenge to it. Junebug challenging to it. <laughs> All right, that's enough of that. But that beat go hard, right? Let me. Woo! The draft part of the uh, off season, and you know I've never run into many teams. That Let me know if y'all can hit it. And have a good draft right after it's over. Sure. So, uh, and of course, it's just uh, you know it, it is. It's uh, so many people have uh, you know enjoy the draft. They like to draft their fantasy teams. They like to draft, and you know it is just a. Not only is it a very important and integral part of what we do here in the organization, but it is, I must say, because you, you don't win or lose those three days that you're drafting mm. uh, right there on the spot. It's a very enjoyable uh, part of our business, getting to evaluate these players and uh, trying to find the ones that you think are going to be the missing pieces that uh, certainly help get us over the top. And you know how much we've stressed the draft. Uh, we certainly think it's the foundation block for building your football team. Uh, very difficult to build a team through free agency with what it costs uh, to go out and buy veteran free agents. So, you know, it's just so important. And this year, of course, we have 10 draft picks, which is uh, uh, very critical that, uh, you know, we make each one of them count. And uh, just so pumped about uh, what we're uh, what we're going through right now, getting our, our board in its uh, final uh, order uh, as we uh, head into uh, next week uh, when we're actually going to draft. So it's a. Uh... That was the end of that clip right there. That was clip number one. Uh, <laughs> he said we got 10 draft picks. It's so important. I'm not finna dog uh, Stephen Jones. I'm not finna dog him, you know. Uh, the Johnny Walker blue and all of that stuff. I'm not finna dog them. You know, uh, the draft time for your mind is right around the corner. We need all of the positive vibes that we can get. I need my prayers together, Jessica. I need for you to just have those prayer hands together with fire. We just don't know. We could be drafting two or three Hall of Famers from this particular draft. I want that good stuff to happen. You know, thou shall decree a thing and it shall be established type of groove, right? So my thing is what I hope is that it's a lot of smoke and mirrors in this particular interview. This is what I hope. And uh, also within the confines of this uh, situation, maybe he can drive some people off and, or maybe he can 
up the value of where he's at. Let me play clip number two, and then we'll break down this one. Well, let me play clip number two. Let's go. Bam. Uh, hopefully putting 10 really good football players on this team to uh, help help us take that next step. And then, of course, one thing we really value as an organization is college free agency as well. We felt like we've really used that to our benefit. So, you know, we're going to pick up, uh, counting our draft picks, we're going to pick up 25, 30 players that should uh, uh, hopefully make a big difference. Yeah. So now that was clip two. So he said 10 players is going to be drafted regardless. And then it's in, end up going to be an additional 15 guys that's undrafted that can walk onto this team, fight like holy hell to get a spot. And, you know, those are the guys. Shout out to you, uh, Akeem, for uh, being part of the membership squad over here on the Law Nations 2.0. I really appreciate you and appreciate you, Sadiqwa. Thank you so much for being all that you do over here. Let me just get this thing out for right here for everybody so that we can hear this right here. Give me one second. <laughs> so, hey, CJ, like, Steven, please hush, hush. But I think next week he's going to be on the show again. He's going to be on the show again, and he's going to spill some more tea. And hopefully, and I mean just that, that he kind of drives some teams a little bit more into buying for that particular 10th spot if we do decide to moonwalk back because of certain players not there. If not, then we will be looking at it like this. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Let's listen to the third clip over here. Give me one good second here. And we're off. Well, uh, as you know, obviously, is it, uh, you know, getting to the top of the draft is a, is very painstaking. But once it you is. get to pick early, it's certainly great to pick up there uh, high in terms of what uh, what your opportunities are in terms of some really uh, high end football players. And certainly That's... with the draft, uh, you know, pretty much. Uh, Unanimous people are thinking there's five first-round quarterbacks. That certainly helps us out since uh, we signed our quarterback of the future just this uh, spring, and no, he's our answer to, to that riddle. But uh, uh, we are, we think, going to get some great opportunities because of the depth, not only at quarterback, but offense in general. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we've made no bones about it, uh, barring something very, uh, you know, very uh, opportunistic that uh, – you know, we certainly want to improve our defensive football team. So certainly the top end of that draft uh, helps us in terms of what we might see there defensively. Uh, uh, like I said, I mean, there's, you know, you can always use help uh, anywhere, whether it's offensive line or anywhere else. But uh, uh, certainly this should be pushing uh, some defensive football players our direction. So basically, in that particular clip, on the third clip, he mentioned that, hey, there could be, and this is just speculative, right, there could be at least five quarterbacks gone, right? Uh, and that, that's kind of like reaching because I don't think that five quarterbacks will be gone, but there will be some offensive players like offensive tackles, right? They'll be going off. And then, of course, maybe just maybe some of the explosive wide receivers like the Jamar Chase, Devontae uh, uh, Smith there. Uh, there will be some offensive guys gone or even uh, Kyle Pitts. He might be gone by the 10th pick. And what we need 
N-E-E-D, is we need defensive picks. Now, I'm with the philosophy of drafting best player available, and he said by them, the Dallas Cowboys signing, Rain Dakota Prescott, it goes a long way. And Prescott, look, the leadership and the qualities that he brings to the table is great for the Dallas area. Uh, look, let me see if I can bring this up. Let me pull this up. Bam, here's Dak Prescott. Let me blow this all the way up. Man, this guy is out there. on, And I'm not saying that other quarterbacks are not doing this, but he's Coach Prescott now. He's out there teaching the youth, and everybody knows that the youth, the youth is where the gold at, right? And he got the gold colors out there on his person right there. And not just him, I believe. Uh, let me see if I can find this clip. Uh, you see Jamison there as well. I don't know the kid in the middle. Y'all y'all can uh, point out who's that guy in the middle. But, of course, you see Dak Prescott and Jamison out there. They're teaching the youth. And think about if when you were a little child and you have one of your favorite quarterbacks to come about and to show you some ropes. Man, don't you guys know how crazy that would be? Me being a younger guy and Troy Aikman walk onto the scene, and I'd be like, oh, my goodness, that's Troy Aikman, you right? So this is the equivalency of that, not saying that Dak Prescott is Troy, but you guys get what I'm saying. These kids look up to him, love and adulations, and these type of situations goes a long, long way. It do. It flat out do. And let's give appreciation while it is uh, giving or while you have chance to give. And that's a great look for Dak Prescott. And look at Jamison. I said before last season, although he was a turnover machine, I would have loved for the Jones family to reach out to Jamison and bring him on a board because those two guys, they got strong work efforts, ethics. And, and on top of that, here's the situation with Jamison. Maybe, just maybe, he probably picked up some things from good old Drew Brees. We'll find out this season, right? So I just wanted to show those and share those pictures with everybody uh, with what Dak Prescott is doing for the community, baby, for the community, right? <laughs> Let me read some of your comments. Uh, Charles, what's good, man? George, appreciate you for jumping in. CJ, thank you for being part of this thing. Uh, BPA, yeah. Best player available, Jay Lombardi. Appreciate you, Jay. Uh, I think Burrow needs a line to protect him. Okay, he's have solid weapons. Plus, Sewell will help get them get Nixon Mixon uh, run game up. Yeah, with with Joe Burrows, he started off pretty good last season. He had some ups and downs, and then he got injured. And we we saw the talent, we saw the ability to lead, right? And we were seeing some things that Cincinnati was able to do that they didn't see in a long time. So my thing is, why not protect your fort? And he don't have no wide receiver too, so they could look at it like, okay, let's go ahead and get your guy that you were throwing the ball to in college, Jamar. So that could flat out happen. Uh, Italian says uh, plus Pitts or Chase, yeah. They could be available. Marcus B says, fire. Appreciate you. Dak just cool looking. Not some pretty boy QB. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's cool and all that good stuff. Dak is a warrior. Jay Lombardi, I have no doubt about him. Uh, Darren Sproles had some same injuries two years. and then, Okay. And he was able to bounce back, basically. Let's listen to, I believe this will be, speaking of Dak, this will be the fourth clip. Shout out to the power of four, right? Let's play number four. Whenever you decide to play. 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 What can you say about when Jerry Jones loves a player versus what the team's needs are? Well, I just think it's uh, he's certainly putting his, uh, uh, you know, certainly – 
given his view on, uh, you know, what a, a unique football player Kyle Pitts is. He's a unique matchup player, and certainly if you look at the Chiefs and the 49ers and uh, the way New England's utilized them over the years, these mismatched tight end players can certainly uh, make a big difference in, in offensive football, and I think uh, you'd be hard-pressed, I think, to find anyone who knows football uh, personnel-wise in the NFL uh, coaches that can't see a vision for what, uh, you know, the, the problems a, a player like Kyle Pitts uh, could present. I think he's a unique player that doesn't come around every year, and certainly Jerry was just acknowledging that. So basically he was saying that, you know, it's hard to pass up on unicorns, right? You see one, you go grab it. Last time we had a chance was uh, – what was many moons ago, but we passed up on it. And I'm quite sure that the ghost of that is still living somewhere in Cowboys land. So that's why they said, hey, C.D. Lamb, let's go ahead and grab him now. And it wasn't C.D. Lamb's fault that the quarterback went down and these sorts of things, right? So if you look at his collective numbers, C.D. Lamb still had a great year for a rookie. You know, well, great is throwing around softly, but you guys get what I mean, right? He had a decent year as it relates to his rookie situation. Now, uh, if it's a situation where you got pits, I mean, you might grab him. Or if it's Jamar Chase, you might grab him. And I know a lot of people, I can hear y'all now, we don't need, we don't need, we don't need, we don't need defense. I can hear that. And, and I Well, we don't need offense. Uh, Look, I'm trying to paint myself into a corner, right? We don't need offense. I can can understand that. But any time you got the opposing team staying up extra, any time you got the opposing team, remember what I said in the opening monologue, basically. I was saying that, hey, you got to understand your strength before you focus in on other weaknesses or your own weaknesses. Understand what you're good at. And moving the ball down the field is good. They can they can move the ball down the field and these sorts of things. But what they having problems with red zone, right? And that problem existed for many of years, many of years, right? So hopefully they can iron out those situations and push everything to the right situation. Shout out to you, Johnson. Yeah, we're doing great over here. Uh, let's see. Uh, that's all that they are allegations. This is from George. I'm quite sure you're talking about the uh, Chinese kitty, right? Uh, what a crazy name, the Chinese kitty. Um, look, tell you like the old man told me, get you one woman and be satisfied. <laughs> At the end of the day, get you one woman to be satisfied. I know these guys are multi-millionaires, and I can only imagine, you know, uh, guys are making millions of dollars. Just to talk about the Trayvon Diggs situation, whether it's false, real, or whatever it may be, get you one woman to be satisfied <laughs> and, uh, and understand your worth. And also, look, I'm from a small town. I know how it is. A person that's making $50,000 a year, they get treated like a king. I can only imagine somebody making 500000 or five hundred, you know, uh, uh, or $5 million or what have you, right? So, Get you one woman to be satisfied. I know it's hard when you're young. You know, you feel like you can knock over, push over anything, you know, uh, when it's in your desirable reach. But you got to hold back some of those things. Eddie, oh, what's good? Please moonwalk and get more rich. Okay. I see you. I feel you on that. I feel you on that. Moonwalk back and get more rich. I think more rich can probably fall in our lap if we just 
stick to our philosophy, BPA, and some things can shake and rattle and boom. Boom, we're in the right spot, Cowboy Nation. Let's listen to clip number five. Let's see if I got five on it. Bam, here we go. Guys looking at this draft at all and going, hey, whether it's, I don't know what round it is, hey, if there's a quarterback there, that might be our guy to back up Dak for the next four years? Certainly. I mean, you're always uh, wanting to uh, look at something like that. And, uh, you know, if the right guy's there, uh, as you Mm -hmm. said, it's probably not going to be, you know, real early in the draft. But uh, certainly we'll uh, keep our eye on, uh, you know, just as we we did Dak when we had Tony Romo, uh, a guy who could make a lot of sense for us there, you know, in the middle rounds that, uh, you know, with us not having a veteran quarterback around here that could come in here and compete. Uh, with the quarterbacks that we have. So, uh, you, you looking for a quarterback in the draft in the middle rounds? <laughs> Would it be a Jamie Newman? Who? who Kyle Trask? Are you going to be in the middle round? I don't know, man. It, it's it's weird uh, when you think about that. Is the uh, Texas A and M kid? Is he, is he going to the draft? Is he is he is he getting drafted this year? Yeah, is he? So, you know, it's one of those things Whereas you got Ben DiNucci and you got Garrett Gilbert, right? So um, in this draft, I like I said, I banged the table, say BPA all day. But at, at that point, in the middle rounds, what we got to pick? Let me see if I go off the top of my mind because I don't have it in front of me. If you guys got it, just post it down below. I think somebody did recently. Let me just scroll up. We got the 44th pick, right? The 75th pick and the 99th pick, right? Uh, what else pick do we have? Do y'all know the number off the top of your head? Uh, I didn't see. Somebody post it down. Help a brother out. HBO a brother, you know. Uh, we got the 44th pick. We got the 75th pick. And we got the 99th pick, right? Is that correct? Is that the right order? So let's say, for example, we do go with the offense with the 10th pick, whoever it may be, whether it be offensive lineman or the unicorn, uh, whether it be Jamar Chase or Pitts. Those are unicorns, right? You know, or or Devonte, you know, whatever it may be. So that's right, Italian cowboy. Appreciate you, Italian cowboy. So with the forty fourth pick, we got needs on the board. Of course, you got safety. Uh, you need help interior. Uh, that will be a chance and opportunity to maybe a Christian Barmore. Somebody would say that he's already gone. Uh, that could be a chance and opportunity to say, okay, I'm going to solidify my linebacker. That will be a Zavin Collins, right? Or a JOK, he will be gone at that point, right? So it, it's one of those things where is we going to probably, if you want that real, real good dog piece, like I said, we could run the mock draft all day. But at this point with the 44 pick, whoever you got the highest on your board, if you went offense first, and whoever you got the highest on your board on the defensive side, baby, you better go out there and snatch him. You better go out there and snatch him up. Um, Fat, what's good with you, man? I can't say your full name. <laughs> but he says, yo, bro, if you were the Cowboys and uh, was drafting with the first round, what player in the draft would you draft? To keep it short and simple, I guess. Uh, 
It was the first round, shoot, BPA. That's all I can say. Uh, the Patriots offer the, two, two, the 2022 first round pick and the 2021 second round pick. I would take that. That's from George. 2022 first round pick and the 2021 first round or second round pick for the move up to the 10th spot. Uh, George, help a brother out. What number is the Patriots drafting at? What number? That's intriguing. What number? Fatty is crazy. <laughs> uh, we wouldn't need uh, a bar more if Jerry got Sheldon Richardson. Yeah, Abe. Look, you can't be spitting too much truth, man. I don't have my umbrella out today. <laughs> uh, or we, if we'd have, I think Malcolm Brown went for like five million, right? We could have just scooped up Malcolm Brown. I think Sheldon Richardson is looking for anywhere north of eight to probably 10 to 11 mil. So they got the pick 15. Okay, appreciate you, Toby. So the Patriots got the 15th pick. So that's sliding up. They're sliding up five slots or you moonwalking back five slots. So that puts you in a different world, right? J.C. Horn could be still out there, right? And I'm look. Hey, if J.C. Horn is still out there where, right around that uh, pick, I, I will be like, let me, you know, I'm looking for my drop, you know. <laughs> oh, I dropped it. I missed it. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I will be like. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Yeah. I will be so happy because that that is something. With the 15 pick. The Dallas Cowboys select J.C. Horn. I'm like, ah, oh, mother sucker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jay, Jay Lombardi says one tech, one tech. Yeah. You mean plus 15. So, so the Patriots got 15. And then, oh, 15 plus. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Y'all making me. So we will have the 44 pick and we will have the 46 pick, right? And then next year, oh, my goodness. Come on, Patriots. Help a brother out. Come on. Come on, Patriots. <laughs> Sliding back five slots, right? And that's predicated upon if you don't have the person that's on your board that you really highly on, you like you think high of, right? If you were the 10th pick, let's say, for example, how this thing works, and I appreciate you guys fabricating this in my mind right now because now I'm having all type of draft moments, right? And, um <clears throat> There's draft board, and he's going to mention this in his interview that I'm going to pull up and I'm finish these. I think I got how many more clips I got left. I got, uh, let's see. Give me one second. Yeah, I got, let me see. We got, why this way over here? Oh, man, we got, we got a lot of clips left. If y'all can count, that's how many clips we got left, baby. <laughs> we get, we clipped out over here, baby. We got some clips over here. All right, so here's the situation. Let me shoot one of them, shoot one of them away. <laughs> here's the situation. Hear me out, Cowboy Nation. They got a draft board, just like this, just like this thing right next to me, and they took weeks and weeks and hours and hours upon hours developing and crafting up this draft board right and if you got let's say for example 
the player that's available with the tenth pick, and you might have tags or touching a little bit from the tenth through the fourteenth, or tenth through the fifteenth, or tenth through the twelfth. It's kind of reaching a little bit, but you might have some tags that's touching between there. But in between that time frame, there are other teams. Believe it or not, believe it or not that have needs, that have different drafting philosophies. I think that one year that nobody saw the Saints doing this, but they did it. And he was a raw, raw guy. Was it Davenport? Y'all remember that? They they jumped all the way up and they said, okay, or they did something crazy and they got rid of this, got rid of that because they wanted to shore up their particular defense. And they moved up. Let me know if I'm right or wrong, but they they, they did something. And people are like, oh, wait, wait, wait a minute. He was going to go in the later rounds or, or he was going to go in the later part of the first. He was just too raw, right? But teams do crazy things because they, they, they spent hours upon hours. And to go back to what I'm, what I'm trying to say is, let me make sure I'm on the right clip. Yep, I'm on the right clip right here. So let's go back to this first clip. I think he mentioned this before. Let me just go, let's listen to this again. Because he mentioned this. It's not a team that leaves the draft lamenting, man, we had a horrible draft because everybody got high expectations. The draft part of the uh, offseason, and, you know, I've never run into many teams that don't think they didn't have a good draft right after it's over. Sure. See, like, now that's from the mouth of John Stephen Jones, for crying out loud. And he's been doing this longer than I've been alive. So he's been doing it longer, right? So he's been in war rooms and draft rooms longer than me. I'm going to give him that credit. You know, what he want, a cookie? So he said, he literally said, I never heard of a team that left the draft room saying, oh, we did a horrible draft. Uh, Marcia says, I need all my dogs to smash that like button. Man, Marcia's man, you're you going to earn you a ranch over here, man. I love it when people – tell the nation to hit that like button because what this does it help grows the channel it help grows the network and i need some warriors i need some troops out there that can get their feet working and help supporting this thing whether it be sharing whether it be just telling people man and donating like you're doing uh and it don't have to be donations all the time it can just be people spreading the word look I love it when I see people on my Instagram, my Facebook, as well as my Twitter and Twitch, MySpace, Black Planet, everywhere, even on Telegram and Newsbreak, saying, hey, man, support Law Nation, man. Push this content out, man, because, baby, I'm telling y'all right now, hey, boy, when we make it big, baby, we all going to be on that gravy chain, you know. Hey, man, I supported that dude, man. Look look at him now, man, his beard touching the ground. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but uh, this is the situation. This is the situation. If we are able to do that, slide back five picks and get the – we already have the 44th, and then we have, what, the 46th or the, whatever the other pick that the uh, the Patriots got that will be awesome, right? Let's see. You need more skill or more def- or more trench players? Uh, let me go right here. I think I've left off on this one. Discussions with players, if there has been any inclination to you that they would not participate. No, we ain't going to listen to that one yet. Draft it all and going, hey, whether it's, I don't know what round it is. Hey, if there's a quarterback there, that might be our guy to back up Dak for the next four years. Certainly. I mean, you're always uh, 
wanting to uh, look at something like that. And, uh, you know, if the right guy's there, uh, as you said, it's probably not going to be, uh, you know, real early in the draft. But uh, certainly we'll uh, keep our eye on, uh, you know, just as we, we did Dak when we had Tony Romo, uh, a guy who could make a lot of sense for us there, you know, in the middle rounds that, uh, you know, with us not having a veteran quarterback around here that could come in here and compete. Uh, with the quarterbacks that we asked. All right, so I repeated that one. Here's the situation. Show of hands, whether it be a thumb up in the chat or just put no because I don't want to say thumbs down. But, hey, while y'all are here, just hit that thumbs up for a brother on, on any of these platforms that help out the algorithm, right? Show of hands, who 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 do y'all believe in? Garrett Gilbert or Ben DiNucci? Give me a thumbs up for Gary Gilbert and give me a no. I just want to see no's or a thumbs up. Let me see how that thing goes. Well, I can't say it that way. Let me see. Oh, I see how I could do this. Put Garrett Gilbert, I guess Gigi, in the chat if you feeling that Gary Gilbert is the backup. Or put B in, you know, Ben, no, BD. No, nah, they can't put that there either. You know, that's kind of sound weird. Uh, just put, mm, but just put Team Ben or TB or something. Now I can't put TB because it's Tom Brady. Uh, God dog it, just put Ben. <laughs> thumb up, yeah, thumb up for ben, uh, Garrett Gilbert. Yeah, GG. See, I'm everywhere with that. Yeah, yeah, appreciate y'all. See, y'all building the plane while it's in there. Oh, I got everybody. Team Garrett Gilbert. Garrett Gilbert. Garrett Gilbert. Okay, good. I can't wait. I can't wait to see like. Garrett Gibbard in his preseason games. I can't wait to see Garrett Gibbard in a full off season to see what he can do, you know, um, and see if like that that Steelers game was that more of like you know uh, a fact or fiction type of groove, right? Let me see what people got over here. Uh, Danucci better than Watson. <laughs> Watson got a boy. I don't know what he gonna have to do to get back out there on the field. Uh, Deshaun Watson is lucky he's not on the Cowboys. This is from Darth. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. He just just don't know how lucky he is. Uh, Lombardi got the game. Uh, Horn had good coverage against Pitts. Uh, but let's be honest, Pitts couldn't be covered in the college. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Here's a situation. Horn got into pits, you know what, right? And that's what you want your physical corners to do, right? You want them to to man up and lock up the the best receiver, and that's what Horn does. He's a he's a he's a dog out there, right? And he got aggressive, he got inside. Now Pitts did win some too, so we got to look at it from those likes. But here's the problem. I got to let people know this, right? And 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 I'm not trying to say okay, Pitts is is a guy that can walk on water. But I got to let people know this part of it. Pitts is going to be against your third or maybe your fourth best DB. And if that's the case, don't you know that that's personnel changing? Oh no. What do that mean? Light body. <laughs> because 
when you put it, when you sub out, because you're not going to keep your linebacker out there, right? So you're going to sub out one. So let me talk to you guys like this, like football stuff, real football stuff, right? You know, no placebo stuff, no fake stuff. You're going to sub out one of your linebackers to put a, a guy that can trail and cover. What do that mean? Cause and effects, right? Oh, snap. You got light body work out there now. You got a guy that wears two and a one on his chest and his back. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil man. But blessed is he that is in the name of charity and goodwill, right? Ezekiel Elijah Elliott. You know, so it's time for Ezekiel Elliott. Man, he's been working out all offseason. I know we heard this song and dance before, but not just him this time, right? Uh, we got also, we got Tony P out there, you know, doing his thing. Uh, revving it up, being 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 a Greek warrior out there, Sparta. You know, you know he's ready. Give me that light body work, huh? Give me that light body work, huh? Uh, Dallas, appreciate you so much, man. Uh, thank you for the donation. What's up, Law? Pitt said ten is not if not horn. More equals more swag, right? Appreciate you, Dallas. Appreciate you. That's what. <laughs> That's, that's what Tony P is going to be doing, man. He's going to be, look, you bring in that extra. <laughs> you, you think you're cute, you move your linebacker out of the way, and you bring in that extra, extra DB, and that run is going to open up so many things. You're not going to be able to load the box. You're not going to be able to get away with that extra linebacker. Well, this song, Pushing Big Body Can't Stop Me. For the 9-8, I got to sell a million copies, right? You want to be a baller, shot caller, 20 in blade. <laughs> yeah, Paula is the future. Caleb, hey, what, what one of those games, Paula hit that seam and shoo. I said, gosh, what game was that? One of those games, shoo. Captured the edge, and he shot through that thing. I said, "Gosh, that boy is explosive!" <laughs> oh my goodness! Paula need more touches. It's from Caleb. Uh, yes, Eddie O says Paula is the best RB we got. Mm. Well, I like putting that energy out there. Because, you know, you know, ears are close to the ground. And I love the mindset of saying, okay, he's the best out there. Let me show you what I got. And I want those one-two combination. And the craziest thing of it all, this offseason, man, this is when everybody try to earn every inch. And if we can just get away from this and that, ooh, it was the San Francisco game. Appreciate you. San Francisco game. Tony Pollard. That's the actual word. That's the actual uh, sound effects that he happened. <laughs> you ever watch those movies? Those. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's the actual sound effects right there that he was doing. Let me, let me see if I can emulate it. Y'all heard that? That's, that's exactly what he did. He's. 
<laughs> or was it, was it more like, uh, let's see. It was more like that, right? It was more like that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, 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 and we, can, we, can get it, we can get it real, real technical with it now because it was more like. The Flash. <laughs> that should be his name, The Flash, right? Yeah. All right, so let's play the other clip. Let me uh, get the other clip going for y'all. <laughs> I'm looking for it. Yeah, here we go. Walk us through if you have had discussions with players, if there has been any inclination to you that they would not participate in parts of the OTAs. What can you tell us about the Cowboys and OTAs when it comes to participation? Well, first of all, it's kind of interesting because we all know OTAs are voluntary. Right. Uh, uh, so that's strictly up to the players, and they certainly have the right uh, to make those decisions. I know and sure our players have talked at length about it. Uh, you know, one of the things, as you well know, Jerry, as you talked about how, you know, what he thinks of Pitts, uh, you know, we have a high opinion of our, our facilities here. We think we got some of the best, if not the best, in the country, if not the world. And uh, it's a great environment to work here. Uh, and also, as we proved last year, I think it's well documented and uh, no one tends to disagree that we uh, certainly do it in a safe way. Uh, the protocols of the NFL and the testing that's involved with the players when they uh, are involved in our, uh, you know, our football areas, uh, it's certainly very, very safe uh, from a, uh, from a uh, COVID standpoint. And uh, so, you know, we'd like to hope that we create a great environment for them. But at the end of the day, this is not a mandatory uh, time of the year uh, for our players and you know historically it, it's never been mandatory and historically though we still have you know a large number of players who choose to work out here and <laughs> it's funny how Stephen Jones be talking man and uh, you know it's not mandatory but they always like to go there and uh, historically it's not mandatory <laughs> like let's be real it's mandatory dog <laughs> It's just an unwritten rule, right? It's just like hold, open the door and holding the door for the ladies. It's an unwritten rule down here in the south, you know. Um, it's just that some some of the ladies kind of sported a little bit. Uh, chivalry is not dead, but sometimes some of the ladies that didn't grow up in the south or didn't grow up in the you know the earliest of the days, these new age ladies, you hold the door for them, they might think you're thirsty. Like, nah, it's just a gentleman, right? Chivalry is not dead. But it's just an unwritten rule, right? You know, just like when I'm sitting down at the table, I eat first. It's just how it is. I'm the king of the castle over here, you know. <laughs> I eat first. What you doing? You better not serve nobody else food first. I'm just playing with y'all. But y'all get what I'm saying. Uh, it, it just, when those training camps hit, you got to make sure that you're building that camaraderie, you're building that rapport with everybody, and no one uh, loves a player that's all about themselves. Uh, let's see. I think somebody had an interesting point, and I think I passed up on it. Uh, yeah, George says, Law, take a look at 2014. Eric Ebron was drafted 10th overall. Aaron Donald was 13th. Uh, Cowboys drafted Zach Martin with the 16th pick. Um, I'm glad that the Cowboys drafted Zach Martin in 2014. Uh, the uh, situation with Eric Ebron, he's doing a great job for what system that he went to. He bounced around from team to team. 
uh, the Aaron Donald effect. Aaron Donald, he was drafted with the uh, 13th overall pick with the intentions that he was undersized. He didn't have the arms and these sorts of things as it relates to length, but he had power. Get off. Burst was there. And Zach Martin, pretty much when they went to this uh, senior bowl, those two was battling one another. One can argue that, of course, Aaron Donald had the most visible visible situation he'd been to the super bowl he'd been you know defensive player of the year but zach martin to be real with you guys offensive lineman especially from the guard position is not shined like that right but i think that in his career zach martin as much as people i guess give the glow and shine to uh aaron donald i think that Zach Martin should get the equivalency of that same glow and shine because I believe in a and I believe and this could be uh, off a little bit, but I believe he gave up less than five sacks in his total career since 2014. Let me know if I'm wrong. If anybody got that official official stat line, let me know. If you got that official stat line for your mind, uh, OBJ went eleventh. Uh, I think this is Eddie O and. Odell Beckham Jr., he was nobody to sneeze at as well. I believe, let's say, for example, a lot of times all of this is contingent upon which team you went to. I mean, he went to Eli Manning. Come on now. <laughs> so it, 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 it's a, I believe the draft is such a, a fickle cycling type of process that you really can't put a thumb to it or a finger to it, you know? Like Dion Prime Time, he went when he was on. Look, there's a clip out there, and this is this is it's part of the Cowboys community. Just type in, just type in this. I want to say Michael Irvin versus Prime Neon Dion or something like that for Atlanta, and you will see that they ate that brother up like chopped liver. They just chopped him up like a Genzu blade. I mean, if, if, if it wasn't for Emmett running over him, Michael Irvin pulling the ball and snatching it out of the sky on Prime, and Prime getting so mad he flipping tables over and things like that, he went to Atlanta. I'm not saying that Prime was horrible in Atlanta, but, I mean, come on, let's be real. He wasn't 49ers Prime, and he dog sure wasn't Dallas Cowboys Prime, right? Let's imagine he stayed his entire career on the Atlanta. You know, there are people like, ah, oh, yeah, he's cool and all, right? So it, drafting is always predicated upon which team you go to as well. It plays a major role. Shazier went with the 15th pick. Eddie O, appreciate you, man. And Shazier, oh, before the injury, woo-woo. I mean, we marveled at his abilities, right? Man, it, I hate that that freak accident happened. Uh, I liked everything about Shazier minus the team he went to because I can't stand the Pittsburgh Steelers. I can't. I definitely can't stand. Zeke don't seem to care about football as he used to. This is from George. Uh, predicated upon which opinions? Because my thing is now I'm seeing more and more focus Ezekiel Elliott. I'm seeing mature Ezekiel Elliott. Let me knock on some wood because we never know how this stuff can all roll through the middle of the nights. But I'm looking at a more focused Ezekiel Elliott. And he he got to. He got to, you know, because he got this kid right here on his chops. Look, I'll never forget when I became a senior in high school, man, that ninth grade dude was fast. 
one of the best in the country. I said, shoot, I got to wake up early. <laughs> I got to make sure I do extra push-ups. I got to make sure that I do extra work out there because this guy, he's coming for me. And and my, my only thing that I can hold to, and I got all of these trophies that's behind me, you know, not in this room, but I got another room full of trophies. And I said, I still own that record right here. Hey, we went to Woodville, Mississippi. I like every now and then I go down there when I go through Baton Rouge to get to Dal- well, get to uh, Jackson, well, get to Natchez, Mississippi. I don't even know where I'm from now. To get to Natchez, Mississippi, I like to stop by that high school and say, yeah, my name's still up there. Nobody come, come get that. Come get that, right? That's my record, you know. So people hold on to records. People hold on to those things. And that's a <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott, you think that he want this kid, Tony P., to get some of that shine? Come on now. Look, I will, <laughs> he'll be a beta male if he said, yeah, you know, uh, I don't care. No, I want that alpha mentality. I'm first. <laughs> it's my team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what's up, Uncle Charles? Appreciate you, man, for being part of this thing. Uh, let's see. Yeah, yeah. Zeke did. What he did with that crappy offensive line. Yeah, in two different type of worlds with Ezekiel Elliott versus Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard is a creator. He can create space, he capture the edge. But we don't know Tony Pollard being the end all be all, being the guy that people are gonna look for and say, Okay, we want you to get twenty five snaps. We want you to get fifty, you know, snaps in two games or something like that. Uh we want you to go through the rigmarole, right? He may not be ready for it, but dog it, he's practicing to get there. Yeah, Eddie O says Cowboys were depressed when uh, CZ was picked. Yeah, uh, my thing is, if he was still there on the board, would they move with him? Hmm. <laughs> Let's see. I love I love reading some of your uh, the question is here. John Durbin says uh, Deion Sanders came from Florida State. Yeah, we know he came from Florida State, but he was drafted by the Falcons, though, right? So he was down in Atlanta. Just type it in. Type it in. <laughs> type it in, uh, John, and you, you'll see that video. It's still floating around. It got over millions of views, and you'll see Prime. Man, boy. And we, we – look. That's the only defensive back that I couldn't stand when he got when he got picked up by the Dallas Cowboys. I couldn't stand him. Why? And now he's coaching my alarm, right? But I couldn't stand him because to this day I would say to anybody, and probably even him, if I get a chance, you know you pi Michael Irvin. Come on, man. Come on, man. You know you pull. You you know you know you was P.I. You passing the first, Mike, and they didn't call it. Man, I think that man, if we win that, even with Coach Switz, we going to the Super Bowl and we winning it, right? Uh, my dog Michael uh, Campbell says Pitts is a mismatch. Nobody has guarantees. You have to draft someone, right? I mean, you got to create that. He said that in his interview. Let's listen. Let's pull up the other clip, man. Let's. Pull up this other clip right quick. Skill or more def- or more trench players? Well, I think skill or more trench it's, uh, players. It's across the board. Uh, you know, you you can't ever have enough defensive linemen. Facts. Uh, certainly, uh, you know, we we lost uh, uh, Chidobe uh, in free agency, so it's obvious. And huh, our ongoing uh, annual need for safety, uh, which never never seems to end in terms of either. Uh, draft pick resource or dollar resource, 
you know, we've uh, just uh, it's been at the low end of the totem pole there. But and then, of course, with the game becoming such a game that's uh, played in space, uh, can't have enough of those uh, linebackers who can cover. And, uh, you know, have, as I mentioned, these tight ends are really create challenges, these this long athletic tight ends. Uh, and you certainly got to if you get the opportunity to find guys that can, uh, you know, help. Uh, you know, certainly Jalen and uh, Leighton are, are athletic and long, and uh, you can't ever have enough of those guys either. So I, I really don't know that we have can necessarily say, hey, it's got to be skilled or, or, or the front. But uh, I think defensively we just uh, want to continue. You know, we have to get better. And uh, certainly that's one of the goals in this draft is to improve defensively. And then, as you said, if the – right guy uh, presents himself, not unlike CD did last year. Sometimes you just got to be in a situation where if he's by far the best player left on the board, then you've got to have confidence that you can make that selection. All right. So that means, Cowboy Nation, best player available. See, he just showed his hand. You know, no, we play in spades, man. You know, we cutting early. Oh, okay, well, we know what you got now, you know. You better not, you better not show no more of those, right? You better not go to – look, I used to be playing and be like, look, man, you better not go back to that club. I'll be watching. You know, you cutting clubs, you better not go back to the club. I better not see you in the club because, oh, oh y'all can put down – y'all can put down in the chat what we going to yell out, you know. And then some people play coy and be like, oh, you got to point out the books. Man, I ain't finna watch your house and see where you stack your books, but I can guarantee you, you cut them clubs. Yeah, yeah, and I bet not see you back in there. So, hey, Stephen Jones just said – Hey, best player available. If it's best player on the board, you got to go out there and grab them, right? Is that what is that what you guys were able to decipher there? You know, <laughs> let me let's rewind and shout out to to my dog uh, Michael Campbell because he was just saying that mismatch. Let me go all the way back to about a couple more seconds. Let, let, let's see what he had to say. Let's go. All right, but. Uh... I think defensively we just uh, want to continue. You know, we have to get better. And uh, certainly that's one of the goals in this draft is to improve defensively. And then, as you said, if the right guy uh, presents himself, not unlike CD did last year, sometimes you just got to be in a situation where if he's by far the best player left on the board, then you've got to have confidence that you can make that selection. Got to have best player left on the board. You got to be comfortable confident to make that selection so my thing is i'm gonna say this again best player available you got to go there and what confuses me about this is we break this down to the smallest point and i'm not trying to question his football knowledge right i'm not trying to question his football acumen right i'm not trying to question his football uh, uh, experiences and things like that. He's been around football longer than us, right? Majority of us, you know, I don't think everybody's Stephen Jones age in here. And I know some people are older than him, but as far as affiliation with the team, the philosophy is flawed. Doesn't matter if you have Ray Lewis on his team. It doesn't matter if you have Prime as well. You got to have upfront presence. You got to see his philosophy 
should have been instead of stumbling over, hey, Jalen is long and LVE got some experiences and he got this and got that. His philosophy should be like, hey, we build from the inside out. We go get, look, a great movie. I'm going to use this as an analogy. <clears throat> Jurassic Park. They was, uh, I think it was part two where the island was destroyed or what have you. And the, and the, and the, uh, the dinosaurs were still staying at the island or on the island or whatever the park name and well, Jurassic Park, by the way, <laughs> but they were still uh, roaming on the island. And the, the the lady was like, well, the guy or the lady, whoever was on the show, it's been many a moon since I watched it. But they were saying that some of the bigger, the bigger dinosaurs are in the middle or in the center of the island. So when they drop us off, we can't be dropped down into the center because that's where your dinosaurs with the more threat because they are the biggest of the dinosaurs. You're going to have to put us on the edge and we will have to navigate and walk our way into the middle, sneak our way into the middle. So if we using that premise as how this team should be built, the fear, the fear along the big boys, the people that are going to be able to make some things move and shake. If I can use this as an analogy, man, somebody give me uh, props for this one, baby. It should be in the interior. You know, you should be getting that saying, okay, hey, in order for this team to really rock the way it's supposed to rock, we need to focus in on the interior. We got to build that trenches up, baby, so that our linebackers can run free. I trust my evaluation of my linebackers. Oh, the safety play. Hey, man, a fraction of a second is everything in football. So if my safety can have more time to make a break on the ball, man, don't you guys know that that would elevate the entire defense just from there along? Let's, 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 let's listen to it. Let's listen to this whole clip again. Let me reload the clip. Reload it. <laughs> Kyle says, nobody fears. Like Kyle Cullen said, man, if we were Jurassic Park and the people were just trying to fly back into that island, they said, man, just drop them anywhere, man. <laughs> That's a good one. Just drop them anywhere, man. Shoot, there ain't nobody to fear. Oh, man, man, you better watch out, man. They got the big ones inside. Man, who? Who? <laughs> drop them anywhere, man. Drop. Matter of fact, look, you don't have to start from the edge. You just drop it right in the middle. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Color like, man. Are more, are more trench players. Well, I think defensively it's... Uh... Let me rewind it one more time. Let me reload. Reload it. Let's go. Do you need more skill or more def or more trench players? Trench. Well, I think Just defensively, it's uh, it's across the board. Uh, you know, you you can't ever have enough defensive linemen. Uh, certainly, uh, you know, we we lost uh, uh, Chidobe uh, in free agency, so it's obvious. And uh, our ongoing uh, annual need for safety, uh, which never never seems to end in terms of either uh, draft pick resource or dollar resource. Uh, you know, we've uh, just, uh, it's been at the low end of the totem pole there, but, and then of course, with the game becoming such a game that's, uh, played in space, uh, can't have enough of those, uh, linebackers who can cover and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, have, as I mentioned, these tight ends are really create challenges, these long athletic tight ends. Uh, yep. and you certainly gotta, if you get the opportunity to find guys that can, uh, you know, help, uh, 
you know, certainly Jalen and uh, Leighton are, are athletic and long, and mm -hmm. uh, you can't ever have enough of those guys either. So I, I really don't know that we have can necessarily say, hey, it's got to be skilled or, or, or the front. But uh, I think defensively we just uh, want to continue. You know, we have to get better. And uh, certainly that's one of the goals in this draft is to improve defensively. And then, as you said, if the – right guy uh, presents himself, not unlike CD did last year. Sometimes you just got to uh, be in a situation where if he's by far the best player left on the board, then you've got to have confidence that you can make that selection. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> shout out to my Cowboys family. Be sure to check them out and follow their content, supreme content over there. Appreciate my Cowboy family for jumping over and visiting for this particular episode. Really appreciate them. Uh, Sadiq, we appreciate you. Pitts will be a problem. Just like he was saying uh, in that excerpt, he's saying, hey, uh, tight ends, they, they create that mismatch. Basically, and I'm just paraphrasing what he said there, and that's what Michael just pointed out earlier in the same stream. Uh, they, You got somebody that create that mismatch. It's crazy. Uh, they're insulting Sanders and uh, Holly. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you talking about Barry Sanders or you talking about Deion Sanders, Charles Haley or who? Who? Uh, let's see here. One tech, one tech, one tech. Jay Lombardi. See Jay Lombardi. I, I believe that we might go get Jay to a fillet, right? <laughs> All right. Let's see what we got from this other clip. Let's see what we got over here. Go. What would you say to the folks, since we were just talking about the position, who safety. said the struggles the Cowboys have at safety and needing safety is... Y'all hear that? Y'all hear that? Let's see. Now, this is, a, this is a hot seat question right here. Let me rewind it a little bit because these boys putting that pressure on them a little bit. Let's see if they can escape. The Cowboys have at safety and you needing safety is because the organization does not put those resources draft or financially wise like what would you say to that because you pointed out the team could still use more help at safety yet we don't traditionally seem to put the effort into that or the resources into mm -hmm. that i should say you know a little bit of that is uh you know there's there's some method there but at the same time we've made some pretty strong attempts to change that and uh uh you know i can't talk about Player, well, I guess I can talk about Earl Thomas. He's not in the league right what? now, but uh, certainly, uh, you know, when he was uh, younger, we uh, it was documented. We made some, you know, some runs at him, uh, uh, and then other veteran safeties that are, you know, really highly thought of. We made runs at, and then of course in the draft, we've been right there and had safeties right there in the mix, only to uh, <laughs> only to make a decision to uh, take another position. So. It's been right there. We just, uh, it's been a little bit of, uh, you know, just uh, where it hadn't worked out that we've done it. So we're not just saying absolutely not. We're not going to uh, either pay a safety or take a safety. It's just uh, unfortunately been the way it's worked out. And we certainly, uh, you know, if the right guy presents itself, we're going to be ready to jump. All right. So that was the end of that clip. He said that he made some runs, right? Now, Let's liken this to basically trying to uh, talk to a significant other, like like trying to talk to a lady, right? It's all about the presentations, right? And you got to show that you are able to provide and these sorts, right? You just can't just throw anything and hope that it's, just, it, 
it's going to stick, right? You got to figure out how I can get into a situation where it's a one-on-one encounter. But first, you got to make the attempt to dance, right? Let's say, let's make a setting. It's uh, you're on the dance floor, right? Or you see the lady that you want to dance with. She's on the floor. She's dancing by herself or she's with her girlfriends. You know how that thing go. And you sitting there, you say, man, I would like to dance with them, but I don't think that I can bring my game over there enough. You got to bring your game strong enough. And I think just by saying, say, boo, that's not the right way. And that's what the Cowboys did. Did you see the girl on the dance floor? Say, boo. Hey, boo, what's up? What it do? You coming at the wrong way. You got to come with a little bit more jazz is all I'm saying. If it's in the group of girls, you send everybody a drink over there. Hey, drinks over there on me. Hey, to the group of ladies over there, don't worry about who's sending it. You know, just tell them it's the gentleman with the, you know, the three-piece suit, whatever it may be, whatever, with, 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 tell them it's the gentleman over there from such and such, whatever it may be, right? You got to be able to woo. <laughs> the Cowboys don't woo for those safeties. Now, they are they're prolific. They, they are nice and wonderful at the guys, and I'm not trying to throw any salt or shade at the Georgia Locas of the world, right? Uh, let me not, not even name drop because George Aloka, he's cool, right? Or or, <laughs> or, or the other guy, you know, uh, that, that we picked up last year. You know, he they said that his beard was better than mine. What's his name? Daryl Worley's of the worlds, you know. So we we got to be able, you know, to, to throw a little bit more game at them. We got to spit a little bit better game, right? And I don't think that the Cowboys in the past or the recent years spit any game at these safeties, if I can make any sense out of that. Uh, George, people, people <laughs> and people want to bring that offense win championships like this is college, shaking my head. Yeah. I don't know what the people are thinking. The defense wins it, baby. Y'all know how this thing goes. Loyal to our soul. Appreciate you, uh, Reynolds. Appreciate you. Sadiq will appreciate you. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Tell them, Jessica. Jessica, who are you over there trying trying to body slam? You body slamming people over there? You kicking people out? Leon Led, Russell, Maryland. Yeah, Avery. They, they were dominant guys uh, that fit their particular role. Like Leon Led, uh of course, Russell Maryland was one of those big plugs that was gobbled up to and allowed Charles Haley's of the worlds and the other edge guys to get out there and make the quarterback their babies. Ken Norton and all of those boys. So uh, I believe that down in the trenches, figuring that out helps everybody out. Hell, Larry Brown won the uh, MVP uh, of, of a Super Bowl or was able to get multiple interceptions, even though the quarterback threw it right to him. Why? Because defense, pressure in the face, causing the quarterback to go through his progressions a whole lot quicker. Quarterback being able to only look on one side of the field because the quarterback was not allowed to throw the ball to the other side of the field. They said, what Dion is doing? Well, he's, mind, he's, he's minding his business. Nobody, he's, he's shut down, right? They don't even look his way. So they don't look one way. <laughs> that's what defense, that's what, that's what you want defenses to do. You want to create pressure. You want to have that fear factor where the quarterback having his mental Rolodex in his mind, I can't pass to that side of the field. Why? Because that DB over there, he's on this guy like a seal sucker suit. Y'all know them suits were cheap back in the days. 
I mean, they, they, they just pull them out. They wrinkle. You flap them one time. You put them on. Seal sucker suit. That's what you want. You want to have that intimidation. Goes back to my analogy. We can't drop them off over here. That's where the big dinosaurs are at. And man, over there, they got the pterodactyls and the other uh, little small little dinosaurs that would gobble you up. What was those little small with the little hands? They worked out with each other. They spoke and they was able to talk. I forgot the name of those dinosaurs. It's the tip of my tongue. But you got to know what I'm saying, right? You got to have that fear. So when teams walk in, they know what this is going to be about. It's not going to be a love affair. It's not going to be a close, close encounter of slow dancing on the floor. No, this is pain. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Let's see. This suit in the bag, bro. Yeah. Seal sucker. Soup. <laughs> Three pieces. Yeah. Uh, no defenses, no chip law. Yeah, you got, you got to have the defense. You got to, look, I believe our score and our strike power is good. You still draft BPA. But even in what I'm talking about in those later rounds, you still got to evaluate and draft your defensive guys. Raptors, right? Okay, appreciate you, Jessica. Yeah, yeah, the Raptors, man. Short arms, but they not they not talk to each other, man. Formalize a group. They say they 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 work in, you know, groups. And would tear down a big a big dinosaur. Would knock them down. That's what that's what our DB class need to do. No fly zone, right? <laughs> All right, let's go to this clip right here. Play. Let's go. Steven, a lot of mock drafts have you guys trading down because if a quarterback slides to 10, then possibly a team calls you to want the 10th pick. How many teams are calling you right now to just say, they're not saying specifically who they would take at 10, but hey, if certain things fall a certain way, would you be willing to trade 10? I was just wondering with a few weeks to go, a week to go or so, how many teams call when you have a higher pick? It's really mm -hmm. just starting to pick up in terms of, uh, you know, I'm sure up at the top it's hot because you can, as you've already seen, one, one trade's been made. Right. Uh, but probably where we said it's going to, it's, you know, we're starting to get a few calls, and I think it'll only pick up as we get uh, closer to uh, uh, next Thursday. Uh, it'll only pick up. And, uh, you know, they, they kind of give you the call, hey, if our guy's there, uh, you know, we'd be interested in moving up to the pick and may want to even, you know, throw out a few things like, well, what would it take and uh, those type of things. So you start to get yourself in a, a mode where you're prepared that, that, you know, a particular team could call if their player's there, whether it's a quarterback they're after, whether it's an mm -hmm. offensive lineman or a defensive player, you, uh, they won't divulge that usually, which uh, shouldn't surprise you. But uh, they do say, hey, we've got a, you know, a, a player or two or three that if they're there, we might be willing to, uh, you know, be aggressive and, and give you something to move up to that pick. So, um Y'all know how this goes. A lot of smoke and mirrors with that. I'm quite sure if I'm a betting man, teams have already reached out to him, and he's thinking. They all sitting down. They got that board. They got that board. And they looking at that board. They combing through that board. They's looking at it saying, okay, all right. This is the guy that we really want, but we got to play a poker face. <laughs> 
Now, we did simulations of the simulations, and it's showing that he's going to fall at least to the 19th, maybe to the 18th pick, give or take. But this guy can be a difference maker, and we can bundle up this pick and this pick and that pick, and we can get multiple other guys, and they can do this for every round. They doing this. They Like, real talk, and that's why sometimes we get mad and angry and upset at this team because we know due to, like, other teams, their constraints and their uh, worthiness of working and burning the midnight oil is different because if they don't do it, they get fired. They gone. See, the other teams, the other 31 other teams, they really looking at that draft board and saying, man, we can't get this thing wrong because if if so, we will be gone. We can't call, we can't fall back and say, well, we got security with this team. No, 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 no. But the Joneses can't. And I'm not saying that Jerry is not up right now looking through film because I don't know. Maybe he got vampire blood. And I'm not saying that Stephen Jones, John Stephen Jones, is not looking through film right now. Will McClay and all of those boys, they could be. They could be peeling through some film or, hey, in management, business one-on-one, if you guys graduate in business administration, when you take business management, the one thing that they're going to tell you to, to understand and know, business, one-on-one, getting work done through others, management. That's the definition. If you can manage that and master that, you'll be a good businessman. Delegations, all of those things speaks high volumes of the ability to lead others to do your dirty work, right? Or do your work in general, not necessarily dirty work. There's another name for that. I'm not going to put that out there. But you got to understand that. The Joneses for over many of many of years don't have that type of constraint. They're saying we got to get this right or there will be the door, right? But they got to go through all of these cases and scenarios. And I'm quite sure, I'm quite sure that they probably hired somebody to do that for them. I could be a million percent wrong. I'm not in the draft room. Shout out to you, Jessica, for, for, for the fire. Uh, let's see here. If they have uh, Lance or Justin Fields at the 10th, we need to take them. That's ridiculous value because we are looking crazy right now if that goes and uh, miss, that, miss games right now. Yeah, it, it'll be – look, I'm just keeping it real with y'all, man. If Justin Fields is right there, it'll be hard to just say, oh, you know, we're going to pass up on Justin Fields. I really like Justin Fields. So if he's there, if he's the best player available, and I don't want people to look at it and don't send me hate mail and say, well, Law, you know, you don't believe in Dak. No, I believe in Dak, but you just can't pass up on an opportunity like that. You know, you got to be able to take that. Justin Fields, I mean, like, trust me, in any other draft, Justin Fields would have been the first quarterback gone, right, off the board. But, it, you know, it's just how it is. But if he falls to the tent, you got to figure out, okay, you got a quarterback already for five, what is it, three-year contract? Man, you could be sitting in the mercy seat of drafting the quarterback. He'd be your backup. And then if everything goes the same way that you want it to be, you can sit there and say, okay, I want a king's ransom. Now you can really demand some stuff at that 10 pick because there will be other teams that will say to themselves, we really want him. And if even if it's not for this year, 
Just hear me out, Cowboy Nation, before y'all crucify me or reverse crucify me, hang me upside down. Before y'all do that, think about this right here. Hear me out. It would even qualify for the next year. There are teams that still getting rid of their quarterbacks that were drafted in the first round for first round draft picks years later, right? So it can flat out happen. That's all I'm saying. Uh, let's see. Yeah, this is Toby. If a QB is there at 10, I'm holding on. And I, yeah, holding an auction. Toby, yeah, we could put we could put the other team's feet to the fire. Don't you know how many teams in the back end? Who, who's out there? Chicago, are they still looking for a quarterback? All oh, the Patriots? Let's be real with it, Cowboy Nation. Let's be real. Uh, <laughs> yes, indeed. But you always, look, you always got to make sure you secure everything. All right, let's see. I got another clip here. Let's get this clip going. Let's get this clip going. Great points, objectively speaking, by the way. Steven, when it comes to trying, and Dan Quinn, you know, obviously comes in with a, a different mindset. And so I'm kind of curious when it comes to a player of scheme fit or this dude's just a nasty player and we got to have him on our team, what outweighs the other with Dan Quinn? And when you're having conversations about, and let's go with the cornerback, like Sertan's a, a polished guy. J.C. Horn has this nasty nose for being a really good, you know, in-your-face kind of guy. What outweighs what in those decisions? I think that they all weigh in. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's just to what degree, and it all goes into the uh, mix, if you will. It's kind of like making sausage. It depends on. <laughs> uh, I will say, there's, you know, different coaches bring different things that they may stress a little more. Some like their sausage spicy. Some like it a little more bland, and uh, you know, all that'll be put in uh, in terms of uh, coming up with what we ultimately decide is the the best selection for the Cowboys and. All the things you mentioned go into that, not to mention character, not to mention uh, medical, you know, all the above. And uh, as you said, a guy may have a little edge. Uh, mm. as what we say is a, you know, better skill set by a little bit. But then uh, the guy who's just below him may overcome some of that because of his football character, because of uh, he's healthier or because he's, uh, you know, uh, you know, comes with some characteristics that we like. Whoa, 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 what a good one there. Uh, shout out to you, Sip. The truth. My goodness, 1999 HBO. Yes, sir. Special. Appreciate you, man. That was like the, the flash. flash. Uh, Law, I don't think it's common sense to draft a player which we don't need and we pick him just to be on the bench. Jerry trying to win now. We need to draft best player available for needs and that's from flame behind that uh with the flash uh my thing is sip the truth 34 not sip the false he says sip the truth i appreciate you man for the hbo special for helping a brother out uh here's the situation with that when you looking into this draft you got valuables that you want to have available, and then you got needs that you really need. But the value, you got to stay true to your board, and you can't go out there and say, okay, I really need I really need this part right here. But what's available to me, the best value available is this part right here. 
because one can't work without the other. Right now, I need gas for my vehicle, but my engine, it, right now, they got a deal, a special deal that's available to me because my engine has already got over so many miles, but they giving me right now the opportunity to upgrade my engine. I can get gas later on in the in the second round or the third round. If, if I'm trying to make the analogy so that everybody can understand it, I feel what you're saying. This is a win now moment. But if the win now moment was really true to the Cowboys and was really true to the Jones family and beyond, they would change their philosophy. Remember this. We can go back. Let me let me load up this clip right here. Um I want to say it was right around here. Let me see. Which is uh, uh, very critical that, uh, you know, we make each one of them count. And uh, just so pumped about uh, what we're uh, what we're going through right now, getting our our board and its uh, final uh, order. He's a board and final order. He believes. Really good football players on this team to uh, help help us take that next step. And then, of course, one thing we really value as an organization is college free agency as well. We felt like we've really used that to our benefit. So, you know, we're going to pick up, uh, counting our draft picks, we're going to pick up 25, 30 players that should uh, uh, hopefully make a big difference. All right, so I'm trying to paint this so that you guys can understand. The Jones family, core philosophy, is building the team through the draft. And I agree, you built the team through the draft but to fill in those needs, sip the truth, you will have to do that in the free agency. You will have to really do that in the free agency based upon the historic data. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, majority of their teams and the majority of their leadership, although they drafted pretty well in the last few years, but one can argue if it wasn't for a free agency, they wouldn't have been Super Bowl champions. Case in point, the Kansas City Chiefs, their original organic team, without their philosophy of going into the free agency, digging up a honey badger, going to get that defensive edge guy whose name at the tip of my tongue uh, that, that year, they create pressure on the front and the honey badger being able to, to really establish that presence on the defense for the interior because their cornerbacks wasn't really lights out. So by them making that necessary investment via the free agency propelled them, although they got a quarterback, they got a, a, a rocket for an arm, right? And the previous team before that and the previous team before that, they all did something in the free agency. Now, just to clean this up for the Cowboys, did we do something in the free agency? We went and got a Keanu O'Neal, right? You know, we went and picked up a KZ. And I'm not saying that these guys are world beaters out here and these guys are going to set it on fire. But what I'm saying is that if you really wanted to make an impact on that front, there's nobody in this particular draft that I believe year one will give you the level of production of a Malcolm Brown. We let him go, right? We didn't We didn't bring him in for a cup of coffee. Uh, there's nobody that can bring in the production. And I'm not trying to write a letter for these guys and say, okay, now we're going to prove the law wrong. But collectively speaking, from the interior of the defense, these guys still going to have their baby bodies, right? They're not going to have their man bodies yet. <laughs> and they're going to take them two to three years to develop. 
I don't think that any of these guys in the draft is going to be as strong as a Jaron Reed, as strong as a who's on the street now, a Maurice Hurst. Maybe you can find somebody that can give you some production like that. But uh, the other kid, Sheldon Richardson, he's going to he had four point five sacks last season. So we'll be looking at the Brand Urbans of the world, the Carlos Watkins. We'll be looking at what Antoine Woods going to bring to the table, as well as Justin Hamilton. We let's see what we're doing. Like, and I'm not being negative. I'm just trying to point it out that people, when they fly into our island, they just going to drop them anywhere. You know, drop them in the middle. <laughs> I don't think that they are in fear of Navel Gallimore, right? Frank Clark, appreciate you, Chris Westry, man. Yeah, they went and got Frank Clark, man. Uh, Law, we need to improve our weakness and stop listening to these idiots on TV. Offense score points, defense win championships. Jerry Stevens, stop playing around. Yeah, Jamal Williams, appreciate you, but defense don't sell seats, baby. Don't put butts in seats. That offense do. <laughs> but hopefully, man, a lot of things can change with Dan Quinn. Just to bring this up, I'm not going to be dark with this. Remember, we're going to try to be as positive as possible. Uh, Dan Quinn, new philosophy. He might be whispering into the ears of Jerry and Steven and saying, okay, and Will McClay and Chris Hall and all of those boys. He might be saying, hey, I feel what y'all talking about this and that, but this team, based upon what I've seen on tape, we really need help in the interior. Pull up te- uh, a Tyler Shelvin tape. Pull up a Lee McNeil or or the uh, Marvin Wilson kid, maybe. Or or to, to Daryl uh, Slayton, you know, Slayton. Yeah, pull up his tape, you know, those big boys inside. Jay Tuafile, Tommy, you know, let's go grab somebody that we know that can help out and support against the run, can still shoot up Phil and uh, Davion Nixon. It could be any of those guys, right? But it got to be a change of philosophy, and I'm quite sure that this guy, Dan Quinn, if he have any voice in his locker room or any voice in the draft room, will say, hey, man, this is what we really need in order to to really elevate this thing. Uh, Michael Campbell says Sheldon Richardson and Maurice Hurst need to be our first, be in here for our first visit. Yeah, they do. But it's only going to be predicated upon how the Joneses see that, right? And they don't believe in free agency. They don't. They flat out, look, he'll say it to your face. Look, you overpay for free agent guys. And my only gripe with this is with the philosophy of building through the draft. Well, if you're going to build through the draft, then you got to pay through the draft, right? (laughs) You can't let the guy that you develop go. You can't. Uh, Barmore Barmore is a three-tech just like Gallimore. This is from Jay Lombardi. Appreciate you. Uh, yeah, I think Barmore is a little bit more explosive. I think Gallimore is more of a two. He, he played a gap with the two, he, more of a two-gap guy. But I, I will say this, though. Uh, I think Gall- Gallimore would probably be better against the run, believe it or not. But I'm not finna substitute. I don't think is Gallimore. Can y'all put his measurables down? Is he? And I'm not trying to use this as a height situation, but I think Barmore is like six foot five, three fifteen ish. You know, so I think that he. I mean, I'm not finna. I'm not finna go into this draft and saying, okay, I, I like Gallimore over all of these guys. No, I want to bring in somebody that day one. 
is going to look at Gallimore and say, your spot is my spot. Lace him up. We, we, we can, we can, what, what you want then? Come on. That's my spot. I want that type of mentality. What spot? My spot. Dog, we fight for this, you know. <laughs> I'm I, I look, we 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 finna play around with this fool. I want I want I want to start. <laughs> Six five three twelve. Okay. And what's Gallimore's uh deal? Tonga. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Bring Tonga in. That mentality. You know, we're looking at that type of stuff. Uh, we need depths on both sides of the football, offense and defensive side of the ball. Look at Jessica spitting truth. I forgot to have my umbrella out. <laughs> we do. We still – look, we can't sleep on the offensive line, right? We get, we can't sleep on that. Uh, let's see here. Tonga is the man. Yeah. It's one of those things, Cowboy Nation. Avery Dudley, appreciate you. Uh, yeah, yeah. John says, I think we should stay with the 10th for the first and the first four picks should be defense. Three DBs, one defensive tackle. We need an overhaul on defense. John, you know what? John won. That was Barry Church. We had the uh, chance and opportunity to have Barry Church on the show on the late night hype. And that was one of the things that he said because I was saying, you know me, I was like Team Cheeto, Woozy, like, yeah, you got to keep continuity and rapport, keep Cheeto, we keep this. And he was like, nah, dog, nah, dog, they got to blow this thing up. I was like, what? You know, they got to blow, they got to, he dropped the truth bomb, man, you got to blow this thing up. And, of course, we got some people that still here from the old regime. We got, of course, we got to pull out this fact. We got Anthony Get Down Brown that's still here. And we got Jordan Lewis. So we really going to see how they're going to blend with uh, John Witt Jr. when he coached those boys up. We'll see, though. All right, so um, Toby says, uh, is that is that uh, right here? Is that uh, Gallimore 62305-ish? And, and I'm not saying that Gallimore is some type of uh, sus guy out there that he's going to fold up. No, I think that Gallimore is pretty good. I like him. Shoo, Tristan Hill is now 310. <laughs> but I think that, shoot, uh, we still don't know what we, we got out of him yet. Just keeping it 100 with you all. I think Anai and Robertson will open some eyes. This is from Toby. Yeah, um, Bradley Bradley Anai is, is a guy. He's hungry. I'm seeing him. He's running the beach sands out there in hawaii he's doing all type of uh extreme workouts and stuff like that so he's ready and and i posted maybe just maybe bradley and i would get more reps it was a one minute video clip i put it on my instagram and um he actually retweeted it and or re-instagram it and put it on his stories i, I feel good for a second he said yes sir basically uh trust balls or whatever he put down or or i forgot what he put down but he saw the video and he said yes uh big trust that's what he put down big trust like trust me i'm gonna get out there and i'm gonna show everybody because now he, here's here's what we got right here cowboy nation i hope you guys can understand what i'm saying by being a whole new defensive coordinator in the house. All of the old stuff and the old philosophy of not getting playing time for your situation, it should be gone. 
Because now all of a sudden, this guy, he could walk right onto the scene and be like, dog, my name is Bradley and I, I'm the best edge rusher. I'm better than Randy Gregory. I'm better than D-Law. Come fight me. That's what he, that can be his mentality. I doubt if he have it, but it could be his mentality. Sip the truth. Appreciate you, man, for the 1999 special. Man, when you make specials like that, man, shoot. Let me give you one of these. This is, this is. My goodness, man. This is brought to you by Sip the Truth 34. All right, Law, every team believes in pl- paying a good player for offense and defense. Dallas believe they can go cheaper route and win. That's why we can't play with the draft we got to hit on every round this year fire 100 appreciate you man um let me see if i can give you all a movie reference there was a certain scene in a movie called armageddon Bruce Willis played in it. And there was this meteorite or meteor or astro, whatever it was. I forgot what it was. My mind is gone. But it was heading toward the earth. And their mindset was like, hey, we need all of the scientists. We need all of the math wizards out there. We need everybody that's smart in numbers, calculations, and these sorts of things. Hey, we need people that have the experiences to do good calculations. Because if not, this meteorite or this whatever is going to hit this earth is going to destroy the entire planet. And they was talking about how the possibility of creating such a nuclear bomb that can intercept, you know, go into space and land on that asteroid or that rock to explode it before it hit earth. They said it would be like trying to thread the eye of a needle and finding a speck of a spit. I'm just paraphrasing because I don't, I've got all what they said, but they were saying that the possibility basically is harder than landing something like a thread of a needle, an eye of a needle and putting a dust molecule on the tip of that sharp point of the needle. That's how hard it would be going at 100 miles per hour, you know. So think of a needle and think of the tip of that needle and putting a dust molecule on the top of that tip of the needle going over 100 miles per hour. Basically, I'm just paraphrasing because I I can't quote you word for word for it. But trust me, go back and watch the movie. It's It's a movie that came out many moons ago, many moons ago. But I would tell you, if the Cowboys can hit on 10 draft picks, it will be the equivalency of what they try to calculate. <laughs> now, I've seen some crazy mock drafts out there. I even did one, right? I had us uh, trading down or what have you, picking up uh, Patrick Sertan, and and it was Eddie O's. It was Eddie O's draft pick, uh, and, and I don't have it right in front of me, but it's somehow three defensive backs had a great situation with the interior guy, answered some questionings with our edge guy. It answered everything that we can possible, possibly imagine, Eddie O. And I guarantee you, 
for that to happen, you have to go through threading the needle, putting the dust on top of the tip of a needle going over 100 miles per hour. That's how crazy that thing would be. Uh, that was the name of the movie is Armageddon starring Bruce Willis. I might have to find that movie and post the link somewhere down below. But you guys get what I'm saying, right? John first. John one says we need fire hydrant. Drop the anchor. <laughs> we do. We need somebody. The unmovable uh, situation. And that could be on the offensive side, right? If those who like Don, Deontay Brown, right, big boy. <laughs> Lord, I'm calling it right now. I have Randy Gregory getting double-digit sacks. Don't you know? Oh, my goodness. If Randy Gregory get double-digit sacks, man, that's good for me because I'll be able to break it down. Thank you for tuning in to the Lone Nation Film Session. As we take a deeper look at Randy Gregory. Oh, his band getting off the edge. That shoulder blade can get so low he can cut the grass. Oh, y'all thought he was blazing grass. Now he's blazing quarterbacks. That's what I'm talking about. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the best of Randy Gregory getting those sacks. Ooh, that's create pressure. That creates this. That creates mentality because if one person can do it on one end, the expectations for the opposite end will be there too. And I love competition, Cowboy Nation. And now all of a sudden, if D-Law, I believe in the hearts of hearts, if somebody say D-Law get eight sacks, they're going to be like, yeah, baby, yeah. <laughs> Eddie O says, nope, Law, you just need me to be the GM. Boy, Eddie O, man, I wish, I wish they had, like, turns, like, in the, in the general manager roles, like, e- elections. Like, you can't serve general manager for no more than four years. Every four years, you got to be voted in. I wish that they do that for the people, the fans. Right? Let's make this thing a democracy over here. Let's make this day where you vote on the GM, and we will have to vote and cast our votes out and say, okay, we voted for Eddie O to be the general manager or somebody vote for Will McClay and somebody vote for such and such. And let these things be like an electoral term of situation, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And in order for you to vote, you got to be a Cowboy fans for, you know, I guess a minimum of 10 years, right? You got to show your card. You know, I've been a Cowboy fan for a minimum of 10 years. I'm voting for such and such. That would be nice, right? Oh, my goodness. B News says, go Jags. Wait a minute. You can't come on this platform and say that. Hey, hey, I appreciate you for the donation. B News. You can't, you can't <laughs> get out of here with that, man. <laughs> B News, appreciate you, though, man, for the donation. Uh... We say at ten. Uh, we stay at ten. This is from Little Sweet. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, Little Sweat. Little Sweat, not Big Sweat. Little Sweat. <laughs> uh, let's see, <laughs> and draft the quarterback or our defense, Makai Parson. Okay. Oh, it's sweet. It's this sweet. You little sweet. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Appreciate you. Little sweet. Thank you so much. Let me give you one of these. (laughs) I said a little sweat for. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Law, shave your beard off. Laugh a lot. No, 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 no. Eddie O says, not Republicans. Excuse me, politicians. Yeah, let's go. Uh, Politicians. Nine times out of ten, an injured college player will have injuries and the pros is from free smoke. No, 
No complaints on that one. No rebuttals on that one. My thing is um, you want an uh, injury-free guy. But historically speaking, looking back at the draft, historical data, nine times out of ten, the Dallas Cowboys with the second round, they gamble with that pick, and they might do that with this particular situation. HE 2016 says voter ID. Yeah, <laughs> voter ID. Can you imagine that, though? You know what? This would make the NFL fun. Like all general managers be voted in. They can't serve no more than four years without uh, some type of voter situation. And on top of that, out of what we have, seven rounds in the draft, the final two picks of the draft will be all done through voter situation. Like the final two, like we will have to vote. <laughs> like we cast our votes in for certain players, right? <laughs> Duval, <laughs> let's go Jaguars. <laughs> hey, hey, be new, be new. Uh, let me see. Lean forward a little bit, be new. Here you go. <laughs> Appreciate you, though, man. But get out of here with that. Appreciate you for the donation to help elevate this day. Uh, I agree, free smoke, Jay Lombardi. But get Horn or Sertan and the Cowboys or CB and address the free safety role with Grant or Moorich. Wait a minute, Jay. You don't like Jamar? You don't like Jamar Johnson? You don't like Jamar Johnson? Uh, Caleb got Bolton, Nick Bolton over Parson. Anybody like Zayvon Collins? You know, no Zayvon Collins out there? <laughs> yeah. A little sweet was good. Uh, let's see. Shagwars. <laughs> Uh, boss man fat. This is Sanchez. Majority of uh, the mock draft that I see, even with boss man fat going to the third or fourth round, they still give team C for some strange reason. But I like, I like attitude, man. And, and he got that. You got to have a, Gotta have a crazy mindset to play that DB role and have the ability to play multiple positions and quick and fast the way he is. He might turn things around. He he might just do that. Zavin Collins. Okay, Jay, I see you. Yeah. In the later round, you gotta take that risk one way or another. And maybe, just maybe, the Cowboys would do it not in the second, probably in the fourth round this time. All right, so, Cowboy Nation, it's almost that time for me to get on out of here. But I really appreciate you all for being part of this thing. I lasted long enough, but we all got to get this thing going the best way possible. Michael Campbell says, let's check out the Cowboys 2021 schedule. Uh, and see what they can see. Okay, I can't wait to see that schedule. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. I want you guys to write this down. When the end comes for me, let it find me conquering a new mountain, not sliding down an old one. Let's go. Yo.
Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Caesar, shout out time. Shout out to you, Jay Black. Shout out to you, John Juan, Avery, all of everybody, man, who made the donations tonight. Really appreciate you. Uh, Tim, thank you, man, for being part of this thing. I say in Christ, appreciate you. Toby, fat, I can't say your last name, but y'all read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Appreciate the donations out there, man. Shout out to you, B New. Appreciate you, though. You got my coach, B New, so we're going to figure that out. Let's go. Come on. Free smoke. You don't have to pay for that smoke. That's what I'm talking about. Roll one. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, Eddie O, appreciate you, man, for being part of the show. Cesar Sanchez, John Durden. Appreciate you. Let's go. Y'all rocking out with the nation, baby. Without hesitation, shout out to Dak Prescott. Shout out to Jane Winston, right? <laughs> <laughs> Jay Black keeping it real over there. Appreciate you. Let's go. Let's go. Hey. 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 Let's go. We holding it down, baby. Let's continue to grind and shine. Hey. Ocho. Let's go. Jessica. Appreciate you. Uncle Charles, turn me up. Yeah. Let me see some fire emojis down there in the chat. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Little sweet dreams. Let's go. David Jenkins, shout out to you, baby. They say, ain't no party like a cowboy party. Let's go. Hey, y'all see it. The best running back near the flotations of the helmet. Let's go. <laughs> Come on. Hey, the first home game gonna be so crunk. But I gotta let my guy get in here. What'd you tell him? Yeah, let's go. May the force be with you, Michael Campbell. Let's go. Yeah. Nowadays, nothing really is ice cream. Only one of me and nobody's like me. Phone ringing and I tell them it's ice. I got wifey, you don't blink and she ice. Free, 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 photo, photo. Please, please, no photos. No, no, jeez, no, no, no. Please, no photos. Hit the door and the dome and just whole team here, money some. Still yeah. young, but I move like a Veteran. new Come deal on. to my lawyer. To send it in. If you're down in my management, I'm just warming up a way to lie. Open to some sort of numbers. Party. In my baggy life. Yeah. Chalk it up. Talk of the town where you're talking up. Wanna get you a ring and you tough enough. Wanna get you free no smoke. Run it up. Yeah. I used to be quiet and out of luck. Now I move up and move humble cuz. They hating the jealousy. My mama tell
telling me count up your blessings and run it up. Nowadays nothing really excites me. Only one of me and nobody like me. Phone ringing and I tell him it's I got wifey on bling and she ice cream. Cowboys law. Appreciate John one. John Cena. Let's go. Yep. I put game on layaway. Come on. I got paid to play today. I get paid to stay away. I get paid on rainy days. I might make it rain today. I got paid on pain today. Thought it take the pain away. In my own lane, finger roll. I would never sell my only soul. Heard your whole team was for sale. Heard this on the market for the low. Who the realest we might never know. All this acting, you gon' play a role. Give you the world when they sign you up. Try you out and then they line you up. Yeah. Now you're looking hungry, ribs are touching, need some food. Now you're all on live acting, surprised, but you was fool. 503, put down where y'all are from. I love seeing that, baby. Now you got the pen and pad, you're trying to take my move. Come on. Nowadays, nothing really excites me. Only one of me and nobody's like me. Phone ringing and I tell him it's Rice. I got wifey on bling and she Icy. freeze. Freeze. Photo. photo. Please. Please. No photos. No, no. Jeez. Jeez. No, no. No. Please. No photos. Nowadays, nothing really excites me. From the 817. Only one of me and nobody's like me. Phone ringing and I tell him it's Rice. Boy, it's club law now, baby. Let's go. Down, I'll be free until the end. Crib outside the city. I don't feel safe in my ass. Took so many years. I'm just waiting for the wins. I'm in debt to no one but the one who took my sins. David Jenkins. There's no reason to pretend. If I do it once, I do it again. Come on. East Texas in the house, baby. I'm just doing me. Everything is on me. Oh, you matter what? Shout out to Vach Lombardi. Akoye Media. Ed Foots from David. She is doing me. Everything is Frederick, Maryland. Let's go. Told if it's all me, everything is on me. Go and back it up. You're listening to me. Told you I'm going to do me. Why you hating on me? It's not adding up. I do roll like a Mack truck. Country heart. I'm a cup of farm and go act up. A lot of scars. I was cold hearted. Now I'm backed up. Keep it real. 904. Let's keep it real. 904 in the house, baby. Only buying a car. Car take it, tat it up. TC in the house, baby. DMV, chicken wings, and my That's for my dog MC, Michael Camel. We out. Go, Cowboy Nation.